Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, I'm Ben Fletcher and welcome to another episode of the TalkSport Daily Podcast. And we begin with Ralph Hasenhüttl Southampton beating Thomas Franks Brentford in the Premier League. This was how it all sounded on TalkSport. All three points to Ralph Hasenhüttl, who will hope that this is the start of something big for Southampton. It's finished Southampton 4, Brentford 1. Southampton were, were decent. I mean, they weren't outstanding. It wasn't like they created loads of chances. What was it? Six shots on target, four goals. Just about shaded possession. You know, they, they looked like they controlled it. Um, they were never really under pressure. It is a new dawn. It is a new day. There are new owners and a win over Bees. And Southampton are feeling good. <laughs> It's important to know that this club goes in the right direction. This is always helpful for every player, I think. And we will not change massively what we're doing, but we have now a little bit more strength in the back, if you want, and can do what we want to do a little bit earlier. And this is, I think, uh, very, very helpful for a, for a healthy future. Interesting character, isn't he? He looks a bit like an 80s rock star that's moved to California and become a vegan, Thomas Frank. I think it's a, it's a big, big reminder. If you don't play every second of every Premier League game 100%, you'll get in trouble. I don't think we did that, especially first half. I felt we uh, were not good enough on the ball. We didn't take care enough of it. And we um, didn't win any second balls. Okay, they score on a corner. That can happen. We come back in, into the game, score a nice goal. And then we can't concede the, the, the 2-1 goal. Very avoidable. Then we adjust things in the halftime. After two minutes, we concede. So you, you're never going to win football matches like that. Talk sport, breaking news. TalkSport understands that Newcastle is set to make Burnley striker Chris Wood their second January signing after both clubs agreed a fee. It's believed Wood had a £20 million buyout clause in his Clarets contract. Is he good enough for Newcastle? Is that, you know, they brought in Trippio, who I thought was a great signing, but they were shocking in the FA Cup the other night and got beat. Is he something that they need? Or, or are the fans are going to be a bit like, it's really what we, what we want? If you play him the right way, he needs the ball early. He needs through balls early. He needs balls over the top early. You need to arrow balls at him diagonally. Mm-hmm. Him and Ashley Barnes are a handful for anybody. High into the penalty area, and there's the header, and there's the hat-trick from Chris Wood. An imperious header. For me, it's the wrong signing. We need a goal scorer. He's not a goal scorer. He's not going to bang you loads of goals. We don't need a target man. No one else scores except for Wilson. No disrespect to Burnley, but Newcastle, with all the money they've got now, you'd be thinking they'd be going for someone bigger than Chris Wood. Manchester United stars were criticised for their attitude despite a tight victory over Aston Villa in the FA Cup. We'll hear from Ali McCoyst and former United number 2 Steve McLaren 
But first, here's Simon Jordan, who believes the manager shouldn't receive too much criticism just yet. Manchester United are through to the fourth round by the skin of their teeth. Manchester United won, Aston Villa nil. United yesterday were poor. They were poor, but they won. The ends justifies the means. Trust the process and watch for the outcome. Villa dominated significant portions of that game, but Man United still won, and the building blocks are built upon winning games. When when Tuchel goes into, into Chelsea, his first game is a nil-nil, turgid draw against Wolves, and he builds and he builds and he builds and he builds yeah. and he builds, and then you've got something that looks more like what Tuchel wants it to do. Ranić, you know, with this idea that we've built him up to a level that perhaps is, is totally unachievable because with the greatest win in the world, if we've built them up so high in our minds, you've got all the German coaches coming out, Klopp mm. saying, oh dear, it's difficult for us now. We've got a proper coach in the league as well at Manchester United. These things are difficult for all of us. It still takes time. I can see when somebody is having a bad time. Marcus Rashford. <sighs> what do you put it down to? Do you, do you, I mean, this has been going on for 18 months Sam, now. you cannot put that down at anything other than he doesn't want to run around. I've been saying for four weeks, would you, there's something not right about Marcus Rashford. And you can tell right away with his body language, with the way he's moving. You would hope, actually, from United's point of view and Rashford's point of view, that it's a, a loss of form. If it's a loss of form, of course that's acceptable, because it happens. But it looks more than that to me. His body language is all wrong. He just doesn't look as interested as he once was. You can have a bad first touch, you can have a really bad game. Keep giving the ball away. That, that's not you show an effort though, and try. Yeah, he is not running around. So do you that think is as bad as I've seen. You do not do that on a football pitch. Do, Turn do, your back. Marcus Rashford right now just looks like he has no confidence whatsoever. His decision-making is not quite there. I remember when you look at videos of him when he first burst on the scene and then when he was playing really well, the one thing that he had on his face was a smile. Like, he looked happy. At the minute, he just looked like he's got the world on his shoulders. Like, he, as I said, his decision-making isn't quite there. But the help now in modern football, the help is there from everybody. He's brought in a sports psychologist and he's got everything else. He's got the talent. He's got the ability. You know, there's that one cornerstone which we call mentality, attitude, which... He hasn't grasped at the present moment. And maybe uh, he needs to admit first that he's in the wrong, that he's got a bad attitude, that he needs help. Once he admits that, then you can give him help. But we've had many, many players that don't want that help who just go along and ruin their career, really. I've been going since 1976, and I've seen a lot worse teams. But I can't think of seeing one side with poorer body language with poorer attitude. I mean, Marcus, God bless him, has done a lot of good. We love him as a United kid, but he just doesn't seem to want to be here anymore. His attitude last night stunk the place out. He is obviously a, a confident player, and when it's very low, like it seems to be at the moment, then it's clearly affecting him. Then you have to ask questions, is that just the way Man United is? Because let's be honest, I've not seen a confident Man United player for, for weeks, months. So is he just being used as another one that everybody can use towards him? Maybe he's the one that sticks out the most. On to the Tottenham boss, Antonio Conte, speaking ahead of the return leg against Chelsea tonight, live on TalkSport. He said that although he's focused on the current group of players he has, the club will look to add during the transfer window. I have only one way, because I'm a coach and I teach football. And uh, my way in this moment is only to continue to work with my players, to improve my players, to improve the level of the squad. Then we'll see. We'll see if uh, the decision of the club, if uh, we want to improve 
in other aspects or, or not, if there is the possibility or, or not. If, to be honest, it's, uh, it's uh, the right way with the, with, with the club, uh, about my vision, about uh, my expectation, about what I have found and the way that we can improve. Staying on tonight's semi-final clash is the Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel, who was asked how Chelsea will avoid complacency tonight against Spurs with a two-goal lead from the first leg. Chelsea certainly the favourites after that 90 minutes. They've beaten Tottenham Hotspur, courtesy of goals from Kai Havertz and an own goal from Ben Davies by two goals to nil. We have a good result because we had a good game and we had a win and now it starts from scratch. Anything can happen in, in football. We want to make it happen onto our side. If problems, obstacles occur, occur it's, it's, our, it's our duty to respond, to show reactions. This is what we do. I, I guess that everybody, and I'm very sure that everybody knows that we play a very important uh, match against, in, a, in a derby against Tottenham. Uh, big stadium, big, big club and, and uh, very, very competitive coach on the other side. So we need our best level. Philippe Coutinho has joined Aston Villa on loan from Barcelona in a deal which reportedly includes a £33 million option to buy at the end of the season. His agent, Kia Jurabchin, said manager Steven Gerrard was key to the move. On the other way for Coutinho, and it is seven! Philippe Coutinho! Once Steven and Philippe had spoken with each other, that was done and dusted because, you know, Obviously, they know each other quite well for many years, and uh, they're good friends. When they spoke about, you know, the way that Aston Villa has grown over the last few years and where Stephen wants to take them and what Philip is, is going to provide, I think then, uh, you know, that was the end of that. It was quite, quite fast, to be honest. The reason to come here and take that step is to then hopefully get a permanent move into the Premier League. As you've seen with other clients of ours, you know, they don't, it's not just about the money, but it's about the football. He wants to, you know, come in and play the Premier League. That's his, you know, he wants to finish his career, I think, playing at a very high level Premier League. Wake me up! Before you go, go. Who needs dealers when you can't get these? Hey, well done, well done. On to the Norwich boss, Dean Smith, ahead of their clash with West Ham in the Premier League tonight. This was his response when asked about the recent criticism of the Canaries. There are boos at the end from the home supporters at Carrow Road. Norwich, rock bottom of the Premier League. I think there's a, a slight ignorance about the football club from people outside of, of Norfolk and, and Norwich. I looked at Liverpool last season. They were struggling to make the top four. They lost Van Dijk, they lost Alisson, they lost Gomez and a couple of others. We've played three games where we were pretty much decimated as a squad and, and lost 10, 11 players for the Crystal Palace game. Two subs on the uh, two goalkeepers on the bench. One sub less than you can actually put on there. Players playing with illness. And I know it's similar for a lot of other clubs as well. But it's, it's hard enough when you get promoted to, to win games with your best 11 out there in that first season back. So with 10 or 11 players out and eight of them probable starters, it's not impossible. So sometimes context and perspective has to be put on some results. And I thought the criticism of a couple of our results was over the top. Come on, Norwich. 
Cricket now, and this is the Aussie legend Shane Warne discussing the Ashes and why England should stick with captain Joe Root. from Shane Warne. I think Joe Root is the man as captain beside. I think Joe Root should remain as captain. I think what Joe needs, though, is not sports science people, not data. You can have those people in the background, but what he needs around him is proper, hard test match players that have played, been there, know the game of cricket, can help him with tactics and strategy, can just talk cricket with him. I think that's what he really needs. And I think if you surround him with a few of those type of people with the data and sports science and everyone in the background, I think you'll see the best of Joe Root. At the moment, I'm not sure he's getting the right cricket advice. And I'm not saying that's anyone in particular. I'm just saying by the selections that I've seen here and some of the basic cricket stuff that's happened with tactics, strategy, selection, all that, you would have to say there's not enough good, knowledgeable group of people around him. Over to the QPR striker, Charlie Austin on the new Spider-Man film. Have you watched the new Spider-Man? No, I haven't. No, not yet. Have you? Was it you, right? So, so I saw yes. you. Was it you in the suit? Yeah. It was you in the suit, was it? Me and my son, yeah. He said to me, Dad, if I wear my suit, will you wear yours? I was like... But you actually were in the Spider-Man pose. You were down, yeah. you were crouching, doing the Spider-Man yeah, thing. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, were you Spidey... But do you know what the worst thing was? Listen to this. Do you know what the worst thing was? You can go to that. No, I was there to go to the toilet. Worse than that. Oh dear. No, we're not really. But okay. when I've left and got in the car of like the missing the kids, yeah. I've only realised I've only got five miles on the clock. I've only had to go to petrol station. <laughs> <laughs> I've only, You're joking. I've only had to go to petrol station. Have you, <laughs> so, hold on. Did you have the Spider-Man mask on when you got in the petrol station? What do you mean mask? Get the full gear on. <laughs> no, I didn't go in with a mask on, did I? Your, your woman <laughs> come over to Tannoy. Pump sits, can you take your mask off, please? <laughs> Did you go in dressed as... No, I sent the old woman in there. Did you? I sent my wife in there to pay. But I was stood there, like, filling up with all the Spider-Man gear and there's, like, three that, people on the forecourt looking at mate, me thinking, what's this weird Honestly, like? Mrs. Austin should have taken the photograph of that. Yeah. Spider-Man filling up in the... I know. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. From 7pm, it's Tottenham v Chelsea, the second leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final on TalkSport, presented by Adrian Durham. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, good night. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 